I would like to know how you guys are when you're sick. Because I, mm. I, my sick experience is um, is very clear. Like it's always the same. How so? Uh, could you I'm a baby. before before you explain your baby? Could you move your mic close? I know it's been a long time since you've done this, but your <laughs> yeah, hand was yeah. in front of the, the thing. Just give me oh, some. But I like to lean in. So one, lean in. <clears throat> oh God! <clears throat> Welcome to. Oh, oh, please drink water. <laughs> please, please drink. I beg you to drink water. Physical withdrawal, the recoil. Well, it's really again. It's really, you went like, Ugh, and we Robert's just, like, Ugh. we just we just caused a car crash in the future. Someone listening it, it to the really, podcast, it really is driving. I, I, I mean, that's the out, that's the magic yeah. of the Pulse 3D headset is that I could hear the <laughs> ripple of your gums back <laughs> through, like as if they were all around it's like, me. You know, if oh. you see like a like a Dolby movie and then the way they do like the 3D like yes. wave crashing from right to left. Mm. I, I, I saw your tongue smacking around <laughs> in your mouth oh. with that. Okay, so how are you the same when you're sick? Okay, um, so for for everyone to know, it's been a second since we've um, hopped on the mics. Uh, our Instagram has been quiet and this is not entirely because I was sick, but um, I was sick, which would explain the delay in this podcast. Um, I am pathetic and a baby when I'm sick. Like I am not someone, and we probably all agree on this from like an ideological level of like, if you're sick, don't work, stay home, heal yourself. Of course. But even if I didn't have that like ideological drive behind it, I am not someone who can, you know. (laughs) Push through. Yeah, Yeah. take an Advil and get the job done. Like, no, no, I am so pathetic and bless Shelby for being such a good partner who's able. Like I, there was, Times where I'm like, man, if Shelby wasn't here, like, I I don't know what I'd do. I'd like, I would just wither away to nothing. (laughs) It's so pathetic. So are you guys equally pathetic? I am equally pathetic. um, And I get really, um, like, primal, I feel. Um, Like, it turns into this very, like, my room becomes, like, my cave, like, shelter, you know, where it's just like, the last time I was really, really sick was December of last year when I had COVID for the first time. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of off of what you were saying off mic before, like I knew it. The second I was like, I felt it coming out, I was like, it's COVID. Mm-hmm. I know it. And I, I was just like, this feels so different from any time I've been sick before, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I tend to sort of get onto my bed and like, <laughs> this is so weird. I tend to like lie kind of like, under a blanket, very like fetal position. Yeah. And kind of just like shudder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it becomes really Haley, it was so funny. Um the this was actually not when I was sick, but I feel like it's the same behavior of when I'm sick, which mm-hmm. is when I got my COVID booster, mm-hmm. um, I had a really bad reaction to it. And I think everybody who knows me well knows that I tend to run very hot and I'm mm-hmm. always just like get that AC on, like yeah. open windows. We were it was September or something or October, it was really hot outside. The air conditioning was not on in the house. And I was in 
um, sweatpants tucked into socks, oh hoodie, t-shirt, like shaking wow. at the coffee table. Just like, and Haley was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm so cold right now. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> so it's like that kind of thing where it just, it becomes, my body shuts down, but I get over it really quick. Mm. And I think that that's very par for the course for me when I get sick is that it's really intense, but quick. It's usually how I am too. Is mm-hmm. I'm I'm two and through, like two days, I and then love I'm that. two and through. I, I and then I am like by the third day, I still probably have a couple of like symptoms, but I am able to like perform yeah. or whatever. But uh, yeah, this le- latest one uh, needed good old modern drugs to yes. to knock it back. Robert, are you I pathetic? Think, um, hmm. I I I used to get sick a lot. I used to have colds quite often. Um, I haven't in a while. But I think when I'm sick, I'm also very much like like two and through or whatever you were saying. I think mm-hmm. I, it happens fast for me. Um, yeah, I tend. You know, it's funny. Um, some uh, there's this like um, a very bad opinion or like kind of cultural thing where it's like oh like the flu is great when you're trying to lose weight because you oh just like God. you know yeah, that like devil wears yeah. product whatever. joke like I'm just swallow one stomach flu away yeah, yeah exactly I, I that doesn't happen to me I feel like when I get sick that I want like nasty food mm. that makes me feel worse and really? it sort of like yeah it perpetuates the cycle I don't know what it my is my appetite does go way down when I'm sick yeah, like I, I mean eat. it certainly depends on the like uh-huh, sickness of right. course but like yeah I think I'm pretty I, I think I can be pretty pathetic but that's more just like par for the course for me it's, like, <laughs> it's not a, this, I, if I have a slight stomach ache I'm incapacitated <laughs> yeah, for a week this, um, this latest round of being sick for me uh, was strange I feel like with the symptoms I had because mm. I had no sore throat uh, I was not congested at all it was all um fever like chill mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. which is the worst when you wake oh, up yeah. at like one oh, in the morning and you're shivering the far worst. Oh, I hate and chills. then i had a crazy headache like i it was mm. i can only imagine what it looked like from shelby's perspective seeing me like in the morning on the couch and i i like couldn't even open my eyes mm-hmm. on the peak of it. The Tuesday was like my peak. Yeah. Um, and so it like wasn't the good sick where like, oh, I'm gonna stay home and play Zelda all day. Like I right. like couldn't wa- I was like watched all of Barry in two days, half of it with my eyes closed. Like yeah. I it was so weird. I tend to watch a lot of critical role when I'm sick. Oh. Like I'll go back and watch old episodes, especially their like their one shots and stuff. Like mm-hmm. those are perfect because it's just like four hours of like mindless chatter. You can partake without looking directly to Well, I typically when I watch Critical Role, not that I've done that in any times recently, but <laughs> um, I tend to listen to it more than I watch it. So mm-hmm. it's perfect. Yeah, you, you know? need yeah. to get sick so you can catch up. You are, you're, I think you're gone, right? Am I, am I, I, am I, I'm I really having correctly? a hard time picking it up again. Oh, I'm no. just, it, well, I keep, I'm like, I've watched so much more TV and like caught up on so much more mm-hmm. content that I've been, it's just like when I'm watching Critical Role religiously, it takes up all my free time. Yeah. And between playing games for lads, which is always the number one priority. Of course. Of course. Well, your work, you got to yeah. prioritize work. Well, also to be fair to also, it's like, that's my number one stress release. Mm-hmm. Like if I, when I'm like at home and I'm like, okay, I want to wind down for the night. It's a video game. Like that's yeah. what I want to do. So it's like always my first priority anyway. But then if I do have time to watch something, it's like, okay, do I try to like watch this four hour thing, you know? Right. And it's like, that just takes up all my time. So 
We're gonna try to get back on it. At I some think. Point, but I think honestly, if I get fired, that also. <laughs> well, if I lose my job, I think it actually might not be a bad time for you to jump in. Now it sounds like they're about to reunite. They, right? Yeah, yeah. So they finished. They've been break, they, they they've been So episode fifty, there was this big, big thing that happened. This is so boring for <laughs> for someone who has a little bit. Episode check I'm, out Critical I'm, Role, you guys. Yeah. They really need your support. Better, better yeah. podcast than yeah. this. Uh, episode. Yeah, th- do switch the channel to, <laughs> to Critical Role. I think they're on episode. 60 like something. sixty something right now, and I think it was episode fifty. That seems like not right, but some so there was a big event. The party split, mm-hmm. and then they had guests on, mm-hmm. which were the I thought the episodes were pretty good. But the last episode of the guests like one happened, I think last Thursday, mm-hmm. and so not next week because they're doing the Candela Obscura, but the week after that they're doing it's like the party's back. <laughs> this together. is criticalworld.com slash schedule. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Is what we're doing right Who now. Are, Check out Mitt's podcast. <laughs> continuing um our not good content for this podcast. Yeah, I have a follow up. I'm gonna question. cut all this out. So um, <laughs> what um were there any like interesting guests that I would know or are they just all like other well, obscure um, actors? Yeah, I Amy. mean it's Amy Carrero was okay, a guest. I, you, please cut this out. Okay. <laughs> I you saw Amy cut I'm going to cut this out and yes. send it straight okay, to I Shelby. I literally opened up a text message to you and I wrote out, Amy fucking cut her hair, I'm dead or something. And then I'm like, I don't need to text my gay best friend about this girl who I think is hot online. Like, well, except, <laughs> so I deleted it. Except I was like, yes. Like, I would have been like 100%. Again, there is like this weird intersection of straight men thirsting after a woman and gay men like worshiping at the feet of a queen you know, where it is like the yes. same emotion you know yeah. and like between the three of us I we think, have the whole I think, I think as long as you have a little bit from both you're well, good. I don't know yeah. how you hold those multitudes inside well, you. Was, like, I can barely I can barely handle just the ultimate standship of Amy Carrero it was, it was funny uh uh there is um an episode of the bear and I'll be not super specific because just in case you end up watching it but there is Jeremy Allen White uh, uh, and what fuck what's her name Io Beery no nope I'm thinking of the 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 love interest oh yes I know her character she's in um she's in book smart she's you would know her I I can't believe I can't remember her name what's her name no 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 who does she play in book smart oh she's also you saw um Shiva Baby right uh, no, but I know what nope. it is. Not, Rachel Sano. Not Rachel. No, the other one. I think it's, like, I don't know if Molly, her name is, is or something. Well, who's the character in Booksmart? Molly Gordon is who I'm thinking of. Molly Gordon? You know her. You, you've seen oh, her. Oh, uh, Triple A. Yeah, Triple yeah. A. <laughs> Anyways. Why um, didn't you just say Triple A? I mean, not that I would have pulled a. Molly Gordon. Right. Triple A. Um, I, there's, they... Whatever there, there's it's not like a spoiler. There, there's just like there's some tension between them. Mm-hmm. I won't share the whole thing, okay. but there's some tension between them. And Jules looked over at me at one small point. She's like, "What's what are you like smiling about?" And I was like, "I was like, they're just both so hot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is this is nice." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you're really privileged, Robert. I am. You, you from all sides, yep. you can appreciate. Yeah, and- <laughs> I get to appreciate everything, and I get to code switch depending on what part of 
the country I'm in if yeah. I want to not be oppressed or slurred. <laughs> I, I can switch. It's getting harder, honestly. That's why I painted my nails because I was like, I don't, I want to be bullied everywhere I go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, anyways, so, <laughs> all right, okay. so just a, just, a, just, a quick, just a quick pause so that I have a place to cut from all, yes. <laughs> from all okay. this. Actually, and I've changed my mind. I think you should keep all of that. Keep, keep okay. all of that in there. Okay. That's better than the sick talk. And welcome to the Lads of Game podcast. I'm Lad Robert. I'm Lad Jack. I'm Lad Jimmy. And we are horny. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> we're here to, we're here to fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I, Jesus Christ. It's been a it's been a while. It's been it, a long it's time. It's been a while. It's been a while. It sounds like it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. For some of us. It's it's been a long time since we have got had our sex. since we have to oh since we have had since I'm just thinking about what are you sex? thinking about my sex? No, I'm wearing a Kirby my, shirt, so maybe Jimmy's yeah. freaking out a little bit. My fucking students ever find oh. this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Um, it's, 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 I'm sorry. It's been a long time it's since fine. we've gotten our rocks stuff off. out. Yeah, our oh rocks my off. God. <laughs> and by and by rocks off. We're talking and, about critique. Yeah, and by yes. rocks out and stuff out, I mean um, our our voices to yes. the airwaves to the podcast airwaves. Absolutely. Um, we we as. You faithful listeners know, all ye faithful listeners know. <laughs> yeah, you need like we, a town crier belt. Yeah, we have been uh, knee deep in Hyrule at this point. Yes. Uh, thumbs deep, maybe. Like joysticks I, is know, what I'm I thinking. Really I'm like trying to, I really I'm not know. Sure, okay, I'm, find a way to express this. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm not, I'm really, game, I'm really not in, intentionally trying to come up with euphemisms. We're in the weeds. Like, We're in the weeds. Because it's, it's yeah. like, like knee deep in something doesn't like, but this feels like. You know, like thumbs deep, like joystick. I know what you're saying, you know what I'm saying? but don't, like say, thumbs right. deep. Yeah. don't say thumbs deep. We got our thumbs up link, and it's <sighs> it's going well. I wish. Anyway, um, so we're 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 deep. We're in the thick of it, uh, and um, uh, it's just it's taking a, it's taking a long time. It's, I mean, if you played that yeah, game, you know it's taking a long time. It's really taking a and long time. And in yeah. in that uh, in that time period, we've been trying to record this episode, uh, talking about. Uh, Really, our last game, yeah. um, Jedi Fallen Survivor, which feels like a million Fallen years ago. Survivor, Jedi, Star Jedi Wars, Survivor, Jedi Star Survivor. Wars Jedi Survivor. That's Star Fallen Survivor Wars, is kind of a cool name. That's Star Wars and and then Jedi colon. It's so confusing. It, it is. is it's, it's a little. It's a little bit of a mouthful. The it's name. Dumb I think that every Star Wars thing feels compelled to have Star Wars in the name. Right. Well, like I wish like, it could just be its own thing. Why isn't it just called? It should, I mean, I feel like this is what the layman has. Dubbed it, but it should just be called Jedi Survivor. Well, and also to the to the point, because I'm sure that they do this because they're like, oh, well, we want everyone to know it's Star Wars. Who doesn't fucking know what a Jedi yeah, is? Yeah, I know. Like, it's mm, it's Jedi. Just, is yeah. that a new Mario game? Well, right. I don't mind. Like when you look at the poster, like you see the little Star Wars above the title yeah. Jedi Survivor, and like that makes sense. Yeah. But when it's written out with the colon, it just looks so weird. I feel like stupid. we can ca- call this Jedi Survivor. Yeah, Jedi Survivor. <laughs> Anyways, we've been we've we played the game. What feels like a million a years, years ago, yeah, a long um, time ago, during the high Republic, like, like, really far, far is what it feels yeah, like. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we played this game a long time. We've been trying to record it, as as Jimmy said in the edited out part of our podcast. <laughs> he uh, he was sick, uh, so it got a little bit delayed. We all got busy, but we're here, we're here, baby. We're back, baby. We're back. Um, yeah, the movies are back. The movies are back, and we are back too. Uh, so we're here today to talk about uh, Jedi Survivor. 
Um, if I, I believe Jack, you have. <laughs> I you know I just want to say I just always appreciate your faith, like yeah, you're that yeah. you believe, especially because you know, percentage wise, like you're fifty fifty. Well, sometimes I am pulling it up as Robert is feeling. In, in that moment, I was remembering. And I, I was truly trusting. Like, I yeah. was putting trust. I've had this up the whole time. Wow. Well, I, I do believe you have something prepared. I Robert, do, courtesy of Wikipedia. Robert has faith in the force. One day I I'll do. write my own. He turned but, his targeting system off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, okay, so yeah, if you don't know what we are talking about, um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is an action-adventure game developed by Respawn Entertainment and published by Electronic Arts. It is a sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order from 2019, this game takes place five years after the ending of the first and continues the adventure of young Jedi Knight Cal Kestis, as he and his friends continue in their struggle to survive the tyranny of the Galactic Empire. Survivor was released for the PlayStation 5, Windows, Xbox Series X, and S on April 28th, 2023. We all played on PS5. Yes. We right? did. Yeah. We did. You guys um, replayed Fallen Order on PC, yeah, though, right? I did. did replay it, but on PS5. And I oh, did PC. You did PC. Yeah, okay. yeah. Really happy I replayed it. I think it informed my feelings on this game a lot. We we had played, in fact, you can go to our Instagram <laughs> mm-hmm. to check out. Uh, we don't have I don't app. think we have a podcast. Oh, no, we, no, we do. We do? Well, not about oh, that, we but did, we did like, we did a oh yes of, yeah. oh yeah pretty recently it I wasn't guess. like a um you know a full, full review, review we but do it have was write ups on it though Remember we do we, did we that? do yeah, have write ups it was yeah, go April twenty fifth it was right around when this game actually released yeah so we you can so you can order. listen to our like sort of pre conversation about Fallen Order you can check our Instagram for our that ratings interesting to go back and listen to that and then listen to our talk because I'm sure we talked about like our our hopes for this one we did yeah. and it's funny I. Well, anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, and we have some write-ups on our website, lotsofgame.com. Uh, but, uh, and I think we all felt pretty favorably about the game. We loved the Fallen Order. Yes. Oh, yeah. Loved we, Fallen Order. Yeah, I Might think, be one of the only ones that I would go back and maybe up my rating. I, I think I gave it a four originally. I, I know, I distinctly remember, I don't know if I ever wrote it down or, again, if it was on this podcast or our or, uh pre-show podcast, I guess, but um, I know that my issue with Fallen Order the first time I played is I didn't love, love the ending. I felt like it was a hard stop and and all that. Fully can say in my replay that I was just wrong about that (laughs) and that it was a great, great ending and... yeah, that story in Fallen Order is phenomenal. We'll talk yeah, about it yeah. a lot as we get into this one. So, who's going first in the? Reviews? Oh, great! We didn't. Uh, <laughs> great, we didn't. We didn't. We could, we're we're let's, a little loose today. So I can go first. Yeah, Jack. The Oracle. Oh wait, no. Oh, do we? I think. Do we have a specific? No, order? I don't. I think you should go in the middle. Oh, okay. I'll go wherever. Why don't I, you go first? Okay, Jimmy. Sure. You go Jimmy first. can go first. Great. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. I, I think this is a, a really easy rating to give, um, and and my my thoughts on this game are very um, straightforward, cut and dry. I'll, I'll just come out and say right away, I think a four out of five for me. Um, there was a while where I, I felt like while playing this game, I was very clearly at a 4.5, um, and, and I'll say broadly as well, uh, that the the positives of this game lie almost entirely with gameplay, and I think that the negatives lie almost entirely with story. Um, I We haven't specifically said it to one another, but I'm pretty sure we are all universally uh, not in favor of the twist at the end and the direction that they oh, took. Oh, yeah, we should say... Full spoilers. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> yeah. We all, um, we all have our roles here. I, I would never podcast. dare step on Jimmy's role of saying yeah. no spoilers. Yeah. But I will get him all the way there by turning to you and go, 
Listen, there it is. Full spoilers. We have have like cue cards in the studio. Our producer is uh, Jimmy. <laughs> just like whispering, do, do, you, do you know that? Do you know that? Uh, that sorry. Do you know that meme uh, from from Fraser when he's like he's like you're fired, and then I mean, she holds yeah. up the oh, like I'm sign. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's like that. Yeah. exactly. You know, I don't think I that that was from Fraser. Uh-huh. I've seen that meme before, but mm. I've never watched Fraser. Sorry. Wow. Continue, Jimmy. I am speaking right now. Thank you. Um, so it, yeah, I think like the the story just really fell apart at the end. Um, I think it's like the twist that they did again, full spoiler. Bode, your partner in crime throughout the whole thing. Um, they decide to make him a, a Jedi at the end of the game, and and not only is he a Jedi, he's completely self serving. Um, I think it's the epitome of a twist that's like, oh, I'm sure all of us in the moment had like jaw on the floor, surprise shock, maybe even like a good shock reaction of like, whoa. But it's one of those things that like, the more you think about it, you're like, this is just shock value. It's completely unearned, makes zero sense. Um, I also really think that I I probably could have gotten over that and maybe even hand waved it as like, okay, that's a little crazy, but uh, I, I can deal with it. I thought that they like fully had like a character assassination of their own character with Bo. Like he by the yeah. end is like fucking threatening and endangering his own daughter, which is the person that he's supposed to be doing this all he's for. He's cartoonishly villainous by the end. It, we'll get into it. It makes as close to zero sense as I think you can get. Um, and it really, it sucks because it's like the last thing in the game. So it ends the game on a, on a real sour note. Um, we'll talk more. Gameplay-wise, though, I loved playing this game. I thought it was so much fun the entire time. I, notably on this podcast, I am not an an elite gamer. Uh, (laughs) I would not consider myself to be like a high-skill gamer. Um, But I pushed myself to play this on Jedi Master difficulty, which is second to highest, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, And it was really tough. And I like not to like, you know, pat myself on the back, but like, I died a lot, especially in boss fights, and I I don't know what it was, but I really pushed myself to not knock down the difficulty and, mm-hmm. and strive to figure out how to beat the bosses. Um, and I did, and, uh, and it was very satisfying, very fun. Uh, I thought um, exploration-wise, while I would have liked more planets, and I feel like it was a little odd that you know, the scope was smaller than the first game in terms of places that you go, I think. It felt that way. It felt like um, comparable, but like the planets themselves were smaller. Yeah. I, you know, while I can acknowledge that like it would have been nice to go to more places, um, I felt like the planets themselves were very fun to explore. I loved Co- Coba. Coba? Uh, Cobalt? Coba? Not Cobalt. Cobalt. Coba. Coba. I loved Koba as a hub world, and I felt like it was very fun to to dive in and explore new things as you got more abilities. Um, the the bar, the cantina, as it developed and filled out as you found characters was super fun. Um, yeah, I, I feel like gameplay wise, this is a clear improvement over Fallen Order. Um, what did we say, Kobo? Kobo. Kobo. Yeah. Okay, I was like Kobo. K-O-B-O-H. Yes. I felt like as, um, again, gameplay-wise, this is a clear improvement from Fallen Order. Having just played Fallen Order, I think the gameplay is the part that I liked the least about that game. And I think that this improves it tenfold um, and was super fun to play. But yeah, the story just kind of sucked. And I think I would have been a little more positive on it if we had recorded immediately after finishing. But Mm -hmm. as time has gone on, I've really felt myself just completely let go of this story. Um, 
if I have any last caveats, I'll say it's not a good story, but it's if they nail the third game, I think holistically I'll be okay. I think that it's easy enough for me to get over the issues I have with the story of this game um, if they're able to knock it out of the park with the third. But yeah, four out of five, uh, really the gameplay does a lot of work to save to save this game. I, I would replay it. Uh, I, I probably will replay it in anticipation of the third game <laughs> whenever it comes out. Um, yeah, there it is. Cool. Uh, me next. That would be you. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I agree with largely most everything you're saying, Jimmy. I definitely am a little more negative on this game. I really hated the story. Mm. I kind of. It started, and I was immediately worried when they were mm. like, "He's not with the team. They've like gone their separate ways." And I was kind of like, "I don't know about this choice." Like, I was like, "I am willing to give them." the benefit of the doubt and see what they do with it. And the longer we, I went to the story, the more I was like from the ground up, they were like, it was like flawed in its conceit, you know, and the way that they structured everything. Totally agree with you on the twist at the end, completely cheap and nonsensical. Um, and I hate villain red herrings. It's like a trope that I'm really do not enjoy. And I hate that there, this game has uh, three villains and two red herrings. And so mm. I was like, don't need that. That's like not, nope, hard hard stop. You know, mm-hmm. just when you compare it to Fallen Order, which has such a clear villain the whole time mm-hmm. in um, The Second Sister, mm-hmm. I was just like, you have so much more time to develop her and she's so much more interesting. And this time it's like each of the villains, um, what's his name, Ravis? Ravis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, he's definitely much more coded as like mini boss from the beginning, but like, you mm-hmm. know, you got him at the beginning and then you've got Dagan and then you've got Bode and it's just like, oh my God, like yeah. this is so muddled for no reason. I really hated what they did with Sierra in this game, who's one of my favorite characters hmm. um, in the Star Wars canon. The best characterization in this game was Grease. <laughs> he was incredible in this game. He was cracking me up the whole time. That's another thing we'll get into it. But most of the other characters, I did not enjoy what they did with them. And I also think in terms of gameplay, like they definitely improved things. Like it was definitely, there was like a level of polish on it that was like really good, but I didn't think it like pushed it that far. You know, I was like, most of these levels feel pretty similar to playing Fallen Order. I think they did a lot of like, you know, the maps were a little bit cleaner and like easier to navigate. And they, the side, the bonus content was very interesting. You know, they had lots of fun stuff you could do on Kobo, you know? It didn't really entice me that much, but like on paper, I get it. It was like definitely much more lived in than the world of Fallen Order, which was pretty empty. But I don't know. It just didn't like really hook me ever. And by the end, when I started um, dying on bosses over and over again, I was just like, I'm just bumping this difficulty down. Like, I don't really care. It was really, to me, it felt really unengaging a lot. I think this game does the lightsaber duels really well, but a lot of the other combat I found to be, like, pretty boring. Hmm. Um, Puzzles were great. I will say that. The Hmm. the Jedi Meditation Chambers I thought were fantastic. But overall, I was just, like, not wowed by the gameplay, and it didn't feel like that much of a leap and bound ahead of Fallen Order to, like, justify it. So uh, that being said, you know, while there is, like, objective good like i just didn't really enjoy it that much thought it was pretty average so i'm at a three out of five wow for this one wow especially i I will say in comparison with fallen order which i just think is so good 
This was like ultimately really disappointing to me. It sounds like where I think that the the game is boosted by the gameplay uh, and it kind of helps earn back some of the lost points in the story. You didn't like the gameplay and therefore it doesn't earn back those points. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll get into some of the details, but ultimately I just was like, I think the gameplay is like really repetitive for the most part, you know? Mm. And um, I, the combat I think has some issues. I think when you get into these big rooms with a ton of, with groups of enemies, it just gets like really frenetic and mm. The, again, the duels, the the one-on-one duels are great. Mm. I love the way they do the lightsaber duels in this game. I just, when I'm like carving through stormtroopers and it's like I'm just getting shot at from every which way and I can't parse what's going on, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's too frenetic for me. But anyway, okay, three out of five. Yeah. Cool. I, I figured that that would be the case, that you would be the lowest one, which is why <laughs> I put you in the middle. Here. I nice know. little, Nice little... I'm so, uh, shit I have sandwich no, there. no idea what you're going to say, Robert. Shit I'm sandwich. Excited. Just like in terms of rating. I know, I know. The bad rating in the middle. Yeah. Um, I, uh, four out of five. I'll be oh. up fine. Four out of five lads okay. on this one. Um, and I think um, it's, I think we're mostly on the same page. Uh, I do actually really enjoy the gameplay. I will say that like, there is only a couple things that feel unique, I guess. Like it does feel like it borrows from a lot of other games in terms of like the things that they added, which are maybe new to Fallen Order, but I don't find like I'm sorry to the to Jedi Survivor and like this franchise. I don't know what does this like series have a name? Well, the I guess Jedi, the franchise is Star the Wars Jedi. Games, Jedi yeah. the Star Wars. The so they they added a bunch of stuff that I thought were really needed that I feel like are a great addition to the Jedi series, but don't feel like new. Like I can point to a lot of other games that have the same thing. I don't think that means that it's bad or that it's like derivative because they add their own like twists on them. But I'm not, maybe to what we were saying a little bit off mic, like playing Tears of the Kingdom right now, I'm seeing a lot of things that at the time when I was playing Jedi Survivor, I was like, wow, this is like so cool. But mm-hmm. in like retrospect, I'm like, it was really cool, but it wasn't particularly like unique. Yeah. Minus mm-hmm. a couple of things, which we'll talk about later. Um, the story, uh, I also did not like as much. I think uh, Fallen Order is so clean uh, and honestly is my favorite Star Wars like story uh, ever. This one definitely lost a lot of steam. I think I don't mind it as much as both of you do. Uh, I have some thoughts on like execution. I think it was like executed kind of poorly. And I have a larger, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll give my larger critique away, which I think that even though I found the twist to be a little like whatever, like, I mean, it did surprise me, but it didn't like blow my mind or anything like that. I actually feel like when that happens, the pace picks up quite a bit, which I was missing. I found up until the bowed twist, the game dragged for me. Yeah, and where the, the Dagen, Dagen, right? Dagen? Mm-hmm. Dagen? Dagen. Dagen. Yeah. The Dagen thing, when it first happened, I was like, oh, that's really cool. It has the like lightsaber bleed, which we haven't seen before. Yeah. Um, like in not like in a like visually like outside of a comic book, I think it is when the lightsaber turns like yeah. red. It's I mean it's super cool. Like the idea we don't know tons about the High Republic and like sort of like common Star yeah. Wars stuff. So it's interesting, but I found it like its payoff not to be fantastic and mm-hmm. the sort of like overarching goal of like finding Tantalor never really engaged me that much. Hmm. But I did like the 
sort of like breakneck speed, like things are crashing down. We got to get to this place. How do we do it? And that didn't happen until the bow twist. Like I felt everything was like really yeah. slow before. So I only started liking the story at that point. And I think that's more due to like pacing than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I will say, and I'm sure you both agree where I don't knock it down entirely is that the performances are still pretty excellent yeah. across the board for everything. The- the um, actor for Bode, I don't know his name, but I... He's Charles he's, in Red Dead. He's so great. I'm so happy he got like a big character, not a side... Yeah. I mean, I guess it was a side character for a bit, but it ended up being the main villain. Yeah. Um. So shout out to him. Charles in Red Dead, and he's in... Um, he's in... Uh, for, uh, Forbidden West yep. as the... I forget the name, but the guy who lost his arm. Yeah. He's in as well. Great actor, great performances, great like animation with everything. And so I think there's a lot of like positives here. I'm just finding it a little like... When I'm, if I'm comparing it is where like it's yeah. it's losing me a little, which is maybe not fair, but you know, that's that's what we do here. So um overall I really liked it. I haven't thought about it a lot, but I think also we um at least I was like rushing to beat this so that I could play the Forbidden West DLC or maybe vice versa. And I was like trying to do too many things at once. So I probably like went a little bit faster than I normally would for this game. So mm-hmm. I think that might have changed it. But um definitely talk more about it afterwards. But yeah, four out of five lads. And you can go to our Instagram and in our like pin stories there, you can see some of the language that we have for the ratings as always. Just do you need some clarification. But absolutely. Um not a not a bad spread. I did think you were going to go three and a half. Chad. I thought three and a half. I was at a three and a half and then playing Tears of the Kingdom bumped it down. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, we'll talk m- mostly because of gameplay. Story, I was always pretty much like the whole time, yeah. but mm-hmm. like the just comparing exploration in games. I mean, obviously Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom just like does it so well, but yeah. I was just like, hey, we'll, we'll get into it. Anyways, uh, great. So let's take a quick break and we will come back and talk a little bit more about some of our issues with the narrative of Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Animals. Twilight is too, actually. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, no, that's okay. Welcome back. Welcome to... Back to the last game podcast. Back to the last podcast. I'm Lad Robert. <laughs> Every time. Oh my god. Um, uh, narrative. Yeah, let's talk about. I would, I would love to start first. If you don't yeah, mind. totally. This yeah. is the first I'm yeah. hearing of yes. it. Yeah. Um, I uh, yeah. I, as I was saying in my like little intro, um, I really felt I really wanted to like the Dagon stuff, and I think it told me a lot about sort of like Star Wars lore that I found quite interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. I think this era of Star Wars, this like... um, High Republic? uh, No, the the era that this actually takes place in. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, I don't know know if it has a name, but but it's really... I think think that's my favorite like era of Star Wars. But the High Republic stuff is like really cool because it feels like advanced society, like high tech, whatever. So it's, it's interesting to get I someone the, like, from that. I love the medieval night flare of yeah. High Republic, you know, with like Z, the robot looking yes. at his suit of armor. You yeah, know? totally. Cool. So there was, there's some interesting stuff in there. So I really wanted to like it. And I thought his like, 
character was like kind of cool looking and again that like lightsaber bleed like his anger turning the yeah. saber red is very very cool and was like done really well I remember you texting us about that when you got to that being like this, that was like the coolest piece yeah. of lore it, I've ever his, seen his intro yeah, his I was intro. fully on board I'm like this game is gonna be as good as yeah. the first and we talked like about this. with Fallen Order about how Star Wars is at its best when it pulls the same tricks over and over again mm, and you're yeah. surprised every time and it mm. was like yeah a Jedi who was once good being the bad guy is like a trick that Star Wars has done a thousand times. Yeah. But when he drains that tank and Dagon steps out, I was like, oh, he's going to be bad, isn't yeah, he? And then like totally. the and I was like, ah, love, like, you know, yeah. every time. And, and love the like, you know, sort of finding... Um, finding Z who has been trapped on a mission mm, for like a, like a couple hundred years is really interesting. Um, uh, Ravis being like oath bound to him, but yeah. hasn't been able to do anything because um, he's cool. been, so that that's all like really cool. The setup and is great. I really like the first act of this game quite a bit. And I actually yeah. will sort of like disagree with you, Jack, that I did like that they started out separate because Agreed. it, mm. it what, wh- why, one of the reasons I really like that is because the, uh, and this is a little more game play but uh kobo the like home base gathering all your people yeah. like building up the town felt thematically relevant to um cow like bringing people back together mm. again a little star wars tropey being like i don't want to hurt anyone so like i gotta yeah. do this mission alone so i liked all that that first act was really good but then once once the like reveal happens and once he goes on his own way and it's the tantalore of it all is revealed i just felt like it got really slow and I didn't really quite, it, it felt so far away. Like this is a thing that's going to take multiple years, right? Like mm. to, to rebuild, you know, whatever the, mm. the, the area. And, and even when they went to the, the safe spot, the, um, what is it called? A Sears like group of people, oh, the oh, hidden like path. the Jetta. hidden path or whatever. Um, is it Jetta? Yeah. It's Jedi. Yeah. Okay. That, 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 it just, I don't know. It just felt really slow and like, gotta get info and then bring it back. Gotta get info and bring it back well, the, to be recovered. The missions are pretty low stakes for lack of a better term. It you did. Know? That's, I think that's a great way to put it. It felt very like, even though of course, like always like high stakes by the nature of it is like, I felt, it felt very like slow. It feels mm-hmm. low stakes in comparison to Star Wars and not in a low stakes way where it feels like side mission E like, um, last Jedi with, um, the Canto bite side story, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's like the stakes are still tied into the main story of, the empire is on our trail. We have to get this done, mm-hmm. but it's like lower stakes in terms of like, yeah, we're like at a funny casino and like mm-hmm. doing that. This just felt like low stakes. Yeah. Well, even yeah. though like the Canobites is a great comparison because even though it feels a little bit, yeah, that's like on the side, so it's, it, um, <laughs> it's like really high energy, right? Like I think regardless of like how you think it's, it's a fun executed, set piece it's like, and yeah. like it's it moves really, quick. It's like whatever. It's it, exciting. It felt yeah. very slow. And I mean, I don't think that was like, like a a mistake necessarily on their part. Like I think it sounds, or to me felt intentional, but the problem was when the twist of Bode happened, like honestly, even the like death of Dagon, it kind of like, felt like, oh, this is the end of the game. Mm-hmm. But then but then well, it so was obvious. Yeah. The thing is about the twist is that it felt, I didn't like it felt like it was coming. I couldn't say to you, I think the twist is going to be that Bode is evil. But when Dagon died, I'm like, well we're not done. Like yeah. clearly something bad is gonna happen. Can I offer something about why I think the bow twist is truly so terrible? Sure, that I think sure. We'll, maybe will be a good guiding principle to about a mm. little bit about why I think it's a mistake that they start separated. This is very cynical <laughs> because I'm just like, I'm just peeling back the layers of their design for the story. 
it is so obvious to me <laughs> that they wanted to have this twist of like we have this betrayal where in the third act of the story someone will betray Cal and turn out to be evil but they didn't want to make it any of the main characters that we already knew like um, Marin or uh-huh. Seer or Grease not that Grease would like somebody be like I'm like a Sith Endo would have been a perfect yeah. one to do this with but they were like we don't want to <clears throat> damage the likability or something, I guess, of like these characters. So what we're gonna do is have them start separated so that we can introduce this new main character named Bode, whose only purpose is to be a twist at the end. Because mm-hmm. it, and so it just, there's no weight to this betrayal because it's just like, well, we just met him in this game. Like we're I, just getting to know him. I, oh, sorry, go for it. Oh no, all, yeah. just all I mean is that it's like, it's so obviously from, the get-go a contrivance it's not Mm. like an organic thing that feels built into the world of the story or built into the themes that cal is dealing with it's just like we're gonna create this character for this game who betrays him Mm -hmm. and we're gonna and so you can feel the game working itself around that idea the whole time and i think that's where the idea of them starting separated comes from and like we have to introduce this guy so that and then we have to plant all these seeds that he's gonna betray you know whatever Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't even make sense at the end because it's like, well, why do you have to betray them to get to Tantalor? They're right. going to take you to Tantalor anyway. Be- it doesn't because make any they would, sense. His only thing is that like they're going to bring the Empire to, but yeah, it's like it's so flimsy. really flimsy. Like, yeah. it, so it's just, that's what I mean is that it's like, from the beginning, I could feel the contrivance mm. of it. Well, I, I disagree kind of with both of you guys for different reasons because okay. I, I liked the story up until the end of the the main story, I, I felt like Daggins and was anticlimactic and super the, anticlimactic. The, I will talk about it in gameplay. I thought that battle was very cool, like the boss was, battle of it yes. was cool. cool. But story wise, it felt like it was like not at the end. It yeah, felt no, like so, so yeah, weird. It's like, like, like you can feel that the story's not over, but you're like, wait, but I just beat the main right. boss. Like, D- Dagon had such a cool intro, and then. From that moment, never lived up to it again. Yeah, um, totally. yeah. He's always on the downhill yeah, from that moment. Yeah, and I think um, it's interesting. You guys were mentioning lower stakes of this story, which I I don't m- mind inherently, uh, and I, I I do disagree um, with your your pacing notes, Robert. Like it, I didn't find the story slow. Mm. I was really engaged the whole time, even if it was technically sl- smaller scale. I did think it was a little funny with Dagon um, being such a cool villain and having such a cool origin story, but then just buddying up with a local far off planet gang, a gang that doesn't even have control of the entire planet. It's such a contrivance. So Again, my it's whole, like, we need a mini boss. So he's going to partner with this guy, but, you know, to you know my Ravis? Whole, I'm talking about Ravis. Yeah. And the separatist droids and like partnering. Well, Ra- Ravis was cause they, he knew Ravis. From, no, no, no. From, I'm not saying that it was like, I didn't understand why they were together. I just mm. felt kind of like, what would happen if uh, Dagon won? Like, it, I don't think that's a galaxy-altering event. Um, and so I just the whole time, the stakes weren't there because it's like, well, worst case, he gets to Tantalor and then we'll, like, don't hear about him again or whatever. Like, there still is the Empire, which has such a far-reaching grasp and is so clearly still the main threat that as much as, like, obviously Dagon's evil, obviously he's stopping us from getting to Tantalor, which is our main goal— 
it never really, I never really felt nervous about like, well, what if he wins? It'd be like, okay, cool. He's just like a, you know, well, a little blip on the well, map. I think this I, is the thing about what Robert is saying and what I agree with you about stakes is that mm-hmm. it's not even, let's take the word low stakes off the table for mm-hmm. a sec, just to broaden this a little bit. I think the issue is that the stakes aren't clear. Mm-hmm. What are the stakes if we lose Tanelor to Dagon? Yeah. Uh, he gets to Tantalor. We don't have a safe spot. We don't have a safe spot, which we didn't have anyway. Yeah. Well, so it's like a little, you know, just, I just mean it's like a little flimsy. No, you know? I, I totally yeah. agree. And I do like, think yes, that this. Yes, you can make that leap to understand I, why it's stakesy, but you know. I also yes. wanted to just add in one very quick reason why I disagree with your, um, with something that you said, Jack, I, I totally liked that they started separate. I thought that was mm. super fun mm-hmm. and immediately gives me a question that I'm invested in trying to answer. Uh, yeah. Um, I will say, I just really, I think also the other thing that I didn't like about it is that um, it started nice with when he reunites with Grease. It was like, oh, it's like so touching and heartfelt. When he reunites with Seer, he like just walks in and she's like, hey, <laughs> it's like very underwhelming. <laughs> I think it was a little. <laughs> it was like, yeah, haven't you not seen each other in like five years? Well, I don't know. It was just yeah. kind of like bo- I would just they didn't really play with it enough for mm-hmm. me of this idea that they've been separated for so long, and they kind of do like a, a hand wave as to why they just oh. Cal wanted to do it alone and they had different goals and I guess I disagree with that that it's a hand wave I, I think that's earned to me but and I but I do think they probably spent most of that energy on the Marin like him Marin, which I, liked, I really liked. I liked what they did with Marin I, I was wanted. mad about Seer in this game let's just, I like that mm-hmm. when he walked in and we see Seer again and she looks so fucking badass mm-hmm. with yeah, the shaved head so and cool. the tattoo monk mode yeah I was like this is so cool and he just walks in and she's just like Cal you're here I'm like you haven't seen each other in five years. Like, mm. don't you want to have a, is there a reaction? Is there a reason? Is there tension between you? But because you haven't seen, like, they just don't, it's just, well, we're, isn't we're separated and they don't really do anything. Isn't the it. tension that Seer wanted to focus on this, like, academic goal and Cal was like, I want to be a domestic terrorist? Oh, for <laughs> like, sure, but they don't really explore it at all. Like, yes, that is, like, the official reason. Mm. Like, you know, that they explain in the exposition, but, like, <laughs> the characters don't seem to care about it. I I think, you know, it's interesting. I feel like this was the same issue that we had with Last of Us Part Two, where it feels I could really easily accept that as an unspoken like tension between them. And you were just, you seem to look for something (laughs) a little bit more in the text as you've said I just like intentionality in storytelling, Mm. you know, and that doesn't mean that I need like, a heavy-handed authorial intent, you know, like a J.K. Rowling, like, this is what the story is about and you won't have any interpretation. I just don't like to make leaps for a story that I'm already not enjoying. Where I I think this differs from The Last of Us comparison is that there are many things that I would say are lack intentionality in this game, so it's it's not that much of a stretch for you to... or it is more of a stretch maybe for me to assume that intentionality where yeah. there's a lot of like kind of flimsy logic going around. That's the thing is like, it's always very subjective where it's like in a game story that you're enjoying, it's a lot easier to make those leaps and right. because you're engaged with the story. But because by the time he reunited with Sierra, I was already feeling weird. Yeah, I was just like, well, wait, now why is there nothing on the paper here about their relationship. And, yeah. yeah. And that I, just makes her death even more underwhelming because it's just like, well, they haven't really even interacted that I, much this I, game. I really did not like that interaction that with Vader. I did not no, like the Vader. Oh, okay, so I will so I was gonna cheesy. say I'll take back my um 
my flex earlier that I didn't bump the difficulty down. <laughs> I bumped the difficulty down in one fight. It was the Vader fight. And it wasn't because I didn't think I could do it. It's because that was so stupid and it's exactly what we didn't want to have happen. Mm-hmm. So I was emotionally like, I don't care about this. I just want it over. Well, it, it was so It's bad. so crazy because they gave Seer that really cool moment where you play as Seer yes. and you blow through and you have all her like powers, which I thought was like really cool. Um, and then that Vader fight to me felt so uh, uh, underwhelming because they just couldn't like, help themselves. You, no, they you, just they couldn't. Yeah, they just that's, to, that's what I thought you were going to say. I know. It's you just like, fucking horse. It's just, ex- we mean, talked about it so much. We're like, we they're going to do it. They're I know we talked it. about like, it in the episode. <laughs> well, but we were saying we would be okay with like a different cameo. Like I would have been super down for like a Kenobi cameo or something. Sure. I mean, it would be, you know, really hard to work around, I'm sure. But with me, it's just like, they just didn't want to, they, again, it's like these contrivances that I can feel where it's like, I can tell when they were mapping out the story, they're like, and something that should happen in this story is that Seer dies well, <laughs> for some reason. It's so crazy. And we're going to just have Vader do it because that would be fun. I, you know? I don't know. I wonder if, <laughs> so I, I have, I, it, to me, it felt like someone's thumb was on the story a little bit. Yeah, almost. Like it, it feels, it feels like too cheesy for them almost in a lot of ways, even though it's I have a lot so of issues cheesy. with the story. It's like they, they, and you know, I know that because they executed it so well in fallen order, mm-hmm. like Vader, that, that Vader appearance is perfect. Yeah. It, it is. The, it's it, so it encapsulates, it encapsulates, encapsulates the best parts of Vader gives you a taste of his power does not and, and it's a it, real surprise it's, it's a real really it's a real surprise it 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 like kind of easily avoids the plot armor thing of it yeah. because it's a chase away right mm-hmm. this i'm um, the whole time i was like well <laughs> this is the character of all characters right yeah. like mm-hmm. this is maybe the one of the most famous like ip characters He's of, one of the all most, time I, darth mm-hmm. vader is one of the most iconic characters in the American cultural lexicon. Yeah. <laughs> you and, can't just throw him in this. And and, you know? and and so you're the whole time I'm like, well, you know, we know how this is gonna go. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and it's um it was very frustrating uh, and and I thought not cool enough to justify it. Yeah. You this know is, what I mean? <laughs> this is such a stupid comparison, but I feel like I want to just take a dig at him anyway right now, which is um that so you know that there's like a sequel to phantom of the opera the musical yeah so there's a sequel it's terrible but super fun to watch but um (laughs) part of the way that that musical got conceived um was that andrew lloyd weber was like i want to do a sequel to phantom but i want it to be based on some sort of ip and famously there is no book sequel to phantom of the opera so he commissioned a ghostwriter to write a sequel novel that i don't know if it ever actually got published but when he commissioned the ghostwriter, he wrote out a sketch of like, here are 10 to 15 plot points that I want to happen in this novel and you figure it out. And that's like how it feels like this game was created was that Mm -hmm. they were like, here are 10 to 15 plot points. We want a twist with a main character who turns out to be a Sith. We want Darth Vader to kill Seer. We want Marin and Cal to have a romance. We want Grease to run a cantina on Kobo. Like, just like, these are the plot points that we're going to hit in this game come hell or high water. <laughs> and if you don't figure out a way to make this work, like, we're, you know, gonna kill you all or whatever, you know, like, all the people in this game. Like, it's just, that's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like there's, like, an organic progression of events. It's mm-hmm. just, like, all of these uh, like it feels very like across the spiders like canon events where it's yeah. just, so we can't change these but we have to make them all make sense well, you know what's really yeah. interesting is I feel like the main driving 
thing for this game was, and and I don't just necessarily disagree with this swing, but it's just like we want three villains with all different motives, right? Yes. Which I think in theory is is cool, right? It's mm-hmm. interesting because like a lot of these things have a villain problem, right? Where like all you know, early Star Wars feels very like black or white in in a lot of ways, and it's like one of the issues. And so I kind of like that approach. Um, it's just, it doesn't hit. It's like, it's the thing that's like very interesting on paper as a concept, but it's not executed well. Yeah. I will offer a slight defense of Bode in that I feel like what they were going for, it's it's just interesting. I, I watched a um, a plot recap before this because it's been so I, long. I read the Wikipedia and, plot And they, they, compared, they compared Bode to be um, like Bode and Cal's relationship that Bode was like Luke's Han. Right. The Bode was mm-hmm. the Han to Cal's Luke. Um, uh, and I disagree. I feel like it's more like Bode is the Lando to uh, Han. Yeah, that's a good comparison. He, he, he very much plays like Lando in a yeah. lot of ways. Right. Like the the cool kind of like companion. Except Lando gets redeemed ultimately. Yeah. <laughs> right. But OK, so here's here's the, the defense that I'm offering, which I think is wrong. But um, I do like in the like doing this for my family thing it's overdone a little bit i think it could work it didn't in this particular circumstance uh like stuck out of place like children as motivators just like and for some reason this guy has a kid and that's his motivation is i have a kid i don't i don't (laughs) mind so like broad i don't mind that in like a in the sense that you know what the thing that, that was interesting that they were playing with and i don't know how much of this you guys like remember necessarily but like the the story was that he was an undercover Jedi mm-hmm. and that they killed yes. his family because they found out and to save his daughter, he was playing like a double, double agent basically, right. which I think is, again, it's interesting on paper. So I don't mind it as much, but what my big, big, big issue with it is that to both of, I think all of our points, it feels a little out of nowhere. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. right before you see him starting to act a little bit weird, but like other than that, not much. Yeah. However, at the post game, you can go to different areas around the world and find, I think it's like audio logs that he has recorded that have points within every part of the game. Like the whole timeline, Bode was like taking audio recordings mm. about what he was mm. thinking during the time. And I didn't do all of them because I didn't do too much post game, but I did some of them and I listened to some of them. And I think they're really interesting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. You can't, think, you can't dump issue. that at the end uh, yeah, of the here's game. Here's my issue yeah. with both. It's like, where where I, was that the I, whole time? I, yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Those audio recordings do sound cool, and I'm mildly interested in hearing some of them. I would like, recommend I would recommend YouTube like going on YouTube yeah. and like, because it's just like a collectible that the, you can mm-hmm. find, but they're interesting. But The issue, the bigger issue, aside from my thoughts on the twist and whether or not it, it was good or not, because I think ultimately, I, I as I said in, at the top of this, like I can imagine a game where I am okay with this twist, even if I think it comes out of nowhere, even if I think it's a little bit shock value for the sake of it. I can imagine a world where I'm okay with it. I th- His behavior at the very end in the on uh, Tantalor mm-hmm. towards his own daughter. It's so cartoonish. Which is like the whole point is to protect her and you are actively putting her in danger. And it just is like zero to 60 insane. And I, he's so unforgivable he, and, he and it's it, so like I think the other uncomplex. 
okay, if we want to accept that this is out of nowhere and there's no way you could have predict, predicted it, and if we want to give the charitable re reading of that is because he's so good at staying calm, cool, and collected, well, where the hell did that go in the last 10 minutes of this game? All of a sudden, he's seeing red and can't even be persuaded by his own kid. <laughs> yeah, completely. Like, that makes no sense. So there, there was a way to save this, and they, they really fucked it up, and it's kind of... I don't even understand what they were trying to do. They want, yeah. I'm telling I don't you, get they it. wanted to have it. They were like sitting at the board, mm -hmm. putting note cards up on a, on a cork board and being like, one of the things we want to happen in this game is that someone betrays Cal and there's a big sure. plot twist. And that, they just, fine. I'll take that like, postcard. That's where it came from. I'll take that postcard if I have to. Was there also a postcard saying, and Bode becomes an unjustifiable <laughs> no, I just, monster? I just mean that that's where that type of bad characterization comes from is because they organically shoved a, a betrayal yeah. into it without any thought as to why this might happen. Yeah. And I don't, I'm like, I'm, I promise I'll get off my soapbox any day now about this, but it's just like when you, the second you decide when you're writing a story that you want X, Y, Z thing to happen, mm -hmm. no matter what it just, you just shoot yourself in the fucking foot because you don't, open yourself up to the idea of like, maybe this is not where this story is going. And maybe this is not where this character is going. And you can feel it as a player. And I think that when you're, you're watching it, you're just like, that's everything you're saying is based off of the fact that it's just fake. It doesn't I, ring true. I, even if they were to make Bode at the end there, have a little bit of expressed conflict of, of his choice, I've, I would have appreciated well, and might have been able to to give this a pass. Because because what they were, so here here's the- So you're uh, just gonna kill, murder Cal? Like you yeah, spent so much time so, with him, you guys are buddies. So like you're just gonna wrong. murder him? So like, I, I'm, I'm willing to make the leap for protecting the family, but to to your point, I feel like there could have been something where, because clearly they're doing it was a parallel, right? Bode's is the parallel to Dagon in terms of like, I will get to Tantalor at any cost. Yeah, for right? sure. Which, great, you know, for sure. Which actually, I'll say in a sec, I think is the missed, op there's a missed opportunity parallel that they don't explore super well, but the, So, but, but the best things about parallels is that as an audience, you follow them doing the parallel the whole time and the difference is at the end, they make the different choice, right? Mm, and yeah. the, and so Dagon did, you know, he, he risked it all and then he died for it, right? It would have been really easy to, I mean, maybe not easy, but it makes a little bit more sense to me if Bode risks it all, gets to the end, Cal gave him a chance, he takes it. Yeah. Right? I and he's like, you know so, what? The catharsis of that is so much better than just like, he's evil, he kills him. Yeah, and it's almost yeah. like he Jedi, did it. When Jedi's kill, it just, it doesn't ever feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When it's like, when it's and like, it's Cal just is good. like, I'm going to kill, and it's just like, ugh. It, 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 I think like, that's the whole thing with Jedi and, you know, is like, they're supposed to be better than that. Like, yeah, it's just, they, they, only, they only kill when there's no option. And I feel yeah. like there's- In defense, they kill yeah. in it's, defense. It's the same with, it's the classic conflict with like Superman or Batman murdering people. It's like, yeah, they're only totally. supposed to be better than that. In the mainline like, movies, like the times where Jedi's kill, like Obi-Wan killing Anakin, it's like- It's not good. It's so emotional and he's yeah. like crying and like- Anakin killing Dooku. You know, you know like, it's like, it's a huge fucking deal. It's not just like, I mean, it's very um, Rise of Skywalker with um Ray with the killing Palpatine oh, yeah. with like the two lasers oh, like the Jedi. And it's just like okay like, and, and, you know, and the only stupid. times the only times they have no remorse for it they turn evil. by the way yeah 
What? That was a good Daisy Ridley. Really? <laughs> that little that little sort of <laughs> British, but she's like yeah. trying to not quite yeah. lean into it. Yeah. Uh, she's like, she's reading a cue card. Exactly. The script is so bad. The, and I am all, all, all the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, I feel like the missed parallel, which they kind of try to explore, but they don't flesh it out super well. The really good parallel for, for me is Dagon to Cal and um, Santari Kree to Marin. Like, that's a really interesting parallel of, like, because there is sort of hints that there was sort of something between Santari Cree and Dagon, mm-hmm. like, there's sort of a romance. And I think it's, I think it's more than hinted. I think it's, like, really heavily implied. Maybe it's in there very overtly and I missed it. But, like, you know, there are definitely, uh, there's, like, yeah. something between them. And I really like what they did with Marin and, and Cal in this game. And when he sort of slips into the dark side, they, like, sort of play around with her, like, pulling him back. Oh, yeah, totally. But it's, like, such a weird one-off. You know, I, like, I never really comes back Santari into Cree was a really missed opportunity, I think, to dive She's in. She's a really interesting of course you have the issue of it being in the past right so you can only go through like flashbacks Mm -hmm. or like force flashbacks or whatever they're called um but yeah it it was a bummer and i feel like there was a lot that could have been fixed i will say like on a positive note um the Marin thing really worked super well yeah, in that I got moment. What I wanted. Yeah, you got it was funny because <laughs> so well, we, was we got a lot of organic. Yeah, like right. because that's not something on paper that I could see them pitching in the first game of them being like, oh, and by the way, these characters in the next game will have a romance. But they obviously yeah. saw like probably all the AO3, yeah. you know, <laughs> stuff about them and was like, oh shit, people really like this and like thought about it and were like, actually, these characters do make sense together and they let it organically play out where it's like these characters should have a romance you know and yeah I think that was really well earned it was really well performed of course I yeah. really like that moment where he's like do you trust me and then they do that really cool like oh, flying through oh, the that was thing. we'll get to it in game but that game was my favorite level very very game, cool gameplay is incredible love loved all that I, and uh, well, this is more of a gameplay thing. I uh, yes, I'll save it. But um, uh, and I also in this is not really story, but more like narrative character type stuff. All the side characters I thought were perfect Star Wars, like Turgle, all, all, every single Scuva's character or whatever. Yeah, every the, single character in the cantina. Yeah, like, the bounty guy, the bounty woman, K- the, like yeah, oh, the Aussie one. You, yeah, she was great. Did you notice um, in the beginning on Coruscant, there's wanted posters for her? Yeah. Oh, there's I did. wanted Black posters. Also, cool. did you know that there's a Boba Fett cameo in this? No, I didn't I, know that. I saw it on Isn't TikTok. Isn't he dead? Oh, no, wait. This is not a this point. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why? He's, Boba Fett never dies. Let Boba Fett is immortal. Oh, no. <laughs> speaking of, oh, my God, the fucking ninth sister. Oh, my God. I actually okay liked that. that because I, it was, it was, it was done quick. Yeah, it, it was, was a like bridge. a, yeah. And, and it was seeing him getting angry and making yeah. the kill shot. That's just so weird. Like, why do we resurrect her just to kill her again? Like, she kind of felt like the Dooku in episode three. Whatever. I could have been fine without her. I'm not ready to die on the hell I'm just like talking about resurrections where it's just like okay anyway we never saw her body David Sarah died. I don't care I actually uh, really liked it because something that in this recap that pointed out I thought was really interesting is that I was really unex- not expecting the end of Cordova to be alive well, that yeah. was also yeah. felt weird I well, mean, but it was, it like, was cool it, to see him but I was like Whoa. In, in the recap he's like I get he's like someone's like this recap was really stupid sorry <laughs> Who, whoever did this it was very helpful but it was a little stupid because he has this little like his dog 
the doing like little commentary that he's just clearly voicing with oh, a weird Jesus. accent. Like yeah, what, what you should make fun. This guy might be a future guest on <laughs> well, the show. If you, not if Robin has yeah, anything to not say about it. But he the little dog was like, wasn't he supposed to be dead or whatever the voice was? <laughs> and he's like, well, I guess it was just implied because it was hologram. But so I thought that was like kind of interesting. But sure. Yeah, anyways, I was whatever. cool with it. The Boba Fett thing, I didn't look into this at all. I assume if you did all of the what's right, Kato? The bounty hunter stuff? Yeah. Junk, oh, yeah. Junker I think queen. if you did all of her stuff, then at the end, he, Boba comes in and takes her away as a bounty. Oh, that'd be fun. And oh, him and Boba cool. and Kyle, uh, uh, Cal, um, Kyle. Ha- Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite Jedi. Jedi Kyle. Jedi Kyle. <laughs> Boba, Kyle, and Jeff, the three Jedis. Jedi Kyle. Him and Cal have a cool <laughs> exchange. Really um, which I, I I do like about the bounty hunter lore of like Boba Fett and him look at each other and they're like, are we gonna fight? And then Boba's like, we'll see you around, Jedi. Like, I'm not here for you. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. It was cool. I didn't want to do all the bounty hunters. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. oh my god, actually, this maybe is gameplay too. Maybe we can use it as a bridge. There I did a few of the bounty around. hunter things. Yeah. They're kind of fun. They were fine. Cool. Um there's one on Goba that, like, I saw the marker on the map, and they were in this cave. And I went into the, the thing, and I'm, like, coming up on the marker, and I can't see them. And I was like, what the hell? Like, is this going to pop out of me? This is kind of interesting. And I'm, like, going, and I go around a corner, and he's literally just, like, an NPC sitting there in the corner and not moving. It was, like, a delayed reaction or something, oh. and I had to hit him before he started attacking. <laughs> It was like kind of creepy, kind of uncanny that mm. he was just in this random cave behind a rock, literally, yeah. just sitting there. <laughs> oh my god! The, in the, again, again, this is kind of gameplay narrative, but the um, the what's the Steve, the maintenance Scoozy. man or whatever. Oh, the, that the was boss. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that was very funny. Anyway, one so let's, hit kill. Yeah, yeah very so funny. funny. Let's let's take uh, let's take a quick break then, and I mm-hmm. think because I think we're all itching to talk about gameplay now, so yeah. we'll we will be right back. This episode of the Lads Who Game podcast is sponsored by Patience, a Lads Who Game fan's most cherished trait. And after you finish twiddling your thumbs, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow the lads on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. <coughs> oh, I mean, X at Lads Who Game. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Lads Who Game podcast. Oh my god, I hate that. I, I would like to start, please, actually. I don't, please, It's a little rude, but... Yeah, I don't want to be rude. I haven't gotten play. to start anything. I was in the middle <laughs> of the reviews. I didn't start either section. <laughs> You're going to give us... You uh, started bitching first. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that's always... that's that's I. You're right. I do start that every time. I start bitching. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I love the gameplay in this game. I fully disagree with you, Jack, about um, it being boring. Get used to hearing that. Yeah, get fucked. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, no, I fully disagree, Jack. I think that it was super fun. I guess I can concede that there's nothing unique, but like, I, I think that's a weird requirement for a game to be good or or get praise. Um, I thought that they, again, especially, I'm going to pull this card out, especially as someone who literally played Fallen Order like the night before starting this game, I've got a very good comparison. They elaborated and built on everything in Fallen Order really well. The yeah. extra, the blaster stance, the dual blade stance, the claymore stance, great additions, varied the gameplay. I 
I really liked, because so often with games where they give you those options, there's always like, oh, but like, most of them suck and you're only going to yeah. use one. I genuinely cycled between Yeah, I think we all you know, used three or four of them. Um, and I, I genuinely found instances where like, oh, this is the right call. No, now this one's the right call. Mm -hmm. Thought that was great. Really fun. The Jedi meditation chambers, again, Breath of the Wild continues to cool. be a bomb on the video game industry. And the Jedi tears. The tears. Cool. I No one mentioned it yet. Those tears Love were those so tears. much fun. So, so, so fun. much fun. Especially the non-combat ones. Oh, that, those... Oh, you're right. Okay, the combat ones were vastly inferior to the 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 like right. you know platforming ones. Yeah. Platforming ones were the, so I, much fun. I hate combat challenges. Like I walk away from combat challenges every time. I did them, but they were much less fun. But the the again, anytime you got the platforming ones, those that, were that, incredible. I don't know if I I think it was the last one I did, and I don't know if that was like by design or whatever. But the one where you're like. You would basically have to use every single ability, yeah. And you're like bouncing back and forth and ziplining and stuff like that. It, it yeah. was it was a real challenge and a different kind of puzzle. It used the medium yeah. really well of being like you know kind of uh, on the I positive what it, side of gameplay in general in this game. The platforming is always S tier. Well, I love the platforming. I really in appreciate games. too, especially with those tear challenges, the platforming ones, because um, a lot of times with video games, I feel like Nintendo falls into this trap. Um, they'll have a cool idea, but it's really easy. And so it's just kind of like one of those things where like, oh, I did it and I like it in theory, but it, I did it first time, no challenge. Like yeah. these took me a long time to complete. Those platforming challenges were really long as yeah. well. And you had to restart at the beginning yeah. every time. Yeah. I and, but it was quick. I think quick, you, you talk yeah. about this a lot with, um, or you talked about this a lot with Celeste where when you die, you instantly yeah. respond. It's, a, it's nice. Because no, that's, that's, the, that's the issue with the combat ones or the bosses is, is mm -hmm. that it's like that a little bit of a hard reset. Whereas like this, yeah. it's like you immediately like get going. Yeah, that was all great. Um, I like, I liked that I felt not invincible. I think that that is one of the things in the Star Wars universe is it's proven that Jedi can be killed and can be defeated. At the same time, Jedi are space wizards that have these laser swords, and so it almost makes them seem like they're larger than life. So if we're going to establish the fact that Jedi can be killed, I actually do like that if I walk into a room with enough people, I'm not going to be able to just fuck them up because yeah. I can force push. Um, so I... I enjoyed that challenge and I felt like it was legitimate. Um, I never was able to kill a, um, what's the big, like abominable snowman guy? Oh, I hate those enemies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, the Yeti guys. The Yetis, yeah. yeah. I never was able to kill one. The only time I killed one, I totally broke the game and I stood on a ledge and just smacked it on the head a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but like, you know, I, again, I wasn't personally up for that challenge, but I liked that they were there. Um, yeah, I honestly, we might be able to come up with some critiques here, but I think that I am of the opinion that like the gameplay is almost as flawless as I could have hoped for, you know, in a, in a acknowledging that there is nothing no such thing as a flawless game. So I, I think it completely saves this game from being forgettable borderline disaster. I will say that overall, I'm more positive on the gameplay. I just didn't think it was like amazing. You know, mm -hmm. it was like, it was fine. Mm -hmm. I do have critiques. I Again, I think I hinted at this. I really hate frenetic group combat 
you know, when it feels like they're all just storm rushing me and I'm just like, oh, I can't, you know, like there's just mm. no, I hate when I'm in a game like this and I'm like swinging my lightsaber and it's such a dumb thing. I hate when um, in combat, when you take damage and there's like the stagger kind of animation and it's just like, I can't even hit them because I'm just getting staggered every five I, seconds. I it's like though, so frustrating. I noticed this a Not lot fun. more with, with the bosses, which I really appreciated. This game forces you to block and to parry and which stuff. I don't and I, to use you force can't, abilities. Yeah, you can't like just run in and hack and slash um, I don't or wanna, you're going to get sit on your ass. I don't like, want to hack and slash. I just hate when I'm, I feel like a game that does, I mean, they, it's probably almost too easy, honestly, in this one. It probably could be scaled up a little bit, but like, again, Ghost, it's just like always the comparison. Mm -hmm. Ghost does a really good job with like big group encounters where mm -hmm. it's like a little, there's a little bit of the ability to not take them 100% one at a time, but just like, if I'm targeting an enemy, I hate when I'm targeting an enemy in a game and another one that I can't see behind me attacks me. And it's mm -hmm. just like, well, oh my God, I can only focus on one at a how time. You, like, how do you square that with like uh, desire to have realism? Well, I don't need realism. That's the thing is like, I need, I like games to be a little bit forgiving, especially because you are, even though I don't want the Jedi to be infallible, it's like, I, I hate when it's like, the stupid like droid like hits me in the back and then I'm staggered and now I oh I'm dead you know it's just like it's I want it to be like again I think this the individual the duels are done really well they mm -hmm. feel high stakes I don't mind the challenge in that one of like dying multiple multiple times I just hate when it's like this thing of like I walk into a room and like I'm they're on me like white on rice and I'm just like oh I fucked up I missed a button and now I'm dead I wonder like I, I mean I wonder Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I wonder if that was because you weren't as in on the game, like more wholly, and you didn't take the time or go through the motions to like level up and get the new abilities For and sure. didn't have I just, that. Because I felt I I, yeah. I hear what you're saying, but I didn't feel that because I felt like the to Jim, your point, Jimmy, they like force you to experiment with different things. And like, if I was in those group encounters, I would know I would have to use this like lightsaber stance mm -hmm. and then use this force ability uh, and things like that. So it, it, I didn't feel that as much. I, so I wonder if it was just your like lack of interest. Probably. This game did a good job of um, as you progress, as you level up, as you get more skills, the game did become easier. Yeah. Um, and to the, you know, at the very end you get ghost mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And Which I that hate diegetically speaking. Cause I'm like, why can I, access my dark side power <laughs> like that's not like he's supposed to be not doing that well, hold, hold well but then on. you Wait. say you don't like the, uh, the realism. realism yeah isn't that the video game aspect is well, like no, you have I'm, to cool down power-ups or whatever no no, like, no 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 so what i mean is like realism i don't need realism in terms of like yeah if 40 stormtroopers attacked me sure that would probably be bad what mm -hmm. i mean is that that makes no sense thematically with what we're talking about with jedis where it's like the idea of a Jedi is that you're not supposed to tap into your dark side power. It's like, why can I just press a button and go into my dark side Well, mode? because Cal is flawed. Yeah, it's a character <sighs> flaw. Yeah, but the game is not ending on that note of this idea of like, he's flawed and he's tapped into the dark side. The game is ending on like, he put that bad Jedi down, you know? Sure, I guess we'd have I to think see if he can do it in the future, but. I don't know, that bothered me. I'm not ready to die on that hill, but I, I thought that was weird. <laughs> I was like, this is so such a bizarre, Hmm. You shouldn't have a button where you can go dark side mode as a Jedi. Yeah. I mean, unless they're I, making a point that he has gone evil at this point. I think the point they're making is that he is, you know, being seduced by Maybe. rage. I which, didn't feel that. As famously, our little green friend 
friend has said, rage leads to anger, which leads to the dark side. Famously. So, period. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that this game, um, I, I guess long-winded way of saying I'm echoing Robert's point. Yeah. Like, I think that the game does a good job of um, forcing you to level up. Oh, good case in point. The amount of times on Jedi Master Mode that I went back to the Rancor that you can get at the beginning, mm. um, I, I, I want to say five times. I, you know, I, I went in the first time, got fucking wrecked. Can't do this. Okay, leave. Do some things. Get powerful. Uh, I kept going back. I'm like, let me check. Let me see if I can do this. Nope, can't do this. I mean, get five times before I finally beat this thing. It was super satisfying um, to get better as a player, but also get skills in game that made it easier. I, yeah. I thought that they hit that balance perfectly. I guess it just connects back to my thing about how much I hate grinding. <laughs> like, I just hate... But I never grinded. I just played the game. Well, it feels like that's what I needed to do was grind. Like You but, needed to grind if you wanted to beat that Rancor right that second, I suppose. Yeah. But if you just go know. through it. And do all the, like, side stuff and mm-hmm. get the- I definitely didn't do that many side things, for right. sure. But I, you know, I don't know. It's just, like, hook me. <laughs> Get me interested in this idea of like leveling up. It's just like when it feels like I just want to be done. I just want to get through this level. I'm not interested you, in the challenge. Point, can you point to a game where you feel like you're interested in leveling up? Like interested in like grinding the levels? Hmm. I don't. I just what I'm. I think what I'm getting at is I just don't think that's what you like. No, not at all. I right. I hate when it feels like oh, there's no way I can beat this until the game deems me level whatever. You know, well, you can beat those things if you're skilled enough. Well, sure, but I'm a very milk toast. Well, I don't, well, I, but I don't think I, I, don't, I don't think any of us are like skilled enough to. I mean, I'm certainly stubborn enough to try, but I mean, I think I guess what I'm getting at is I feel like that's just not the like you you're sort of predestined not to like something like this versus it being bad. Well, I think there's a there are ways to invite progression and like mm-hmm. the ability where again, I think again, sorry, it's just like tears of kind of breath of the wild, but like they do such a good job in that game. And that game has a hidden difficulty scale where they start pe- peppering in harder enemies as you go along. But like that is such a good example of a game where it just feels like you're, it's getting easier as you play and it just gets easier by virtue of playing it, you know, as opposed to like, now I have to go focus on, getting a skill point. I'll, I'll you know? offer, uh, just as the counterpoint to that, that I I did not grind in this game. I don't. I cannot point to a, a moment where I'm like, I'm gonna set aside an hour and mm-hmm. go and find those skill points in, or, or you know, ta- tackle enemies for the sake of getting things. I was able to do a lot of this, of what this game had to offer simply by playing it. Um, I think it did sound, um, and to Robert's point, like it sounded like immediately out of the gate with the story, you got a sour taste that probably, you know, and I say this, I don't mean this as a dig, this is totally valid, but probably just made you kind of negative on the game. No, I was, for sure, I was playing this game arms folded. Like I was, I was, I was super like, and I've had that happen. Which other games. I hate that feeling, but it's just like you didn't do anything to entice me mm-hmm. to enjoy the combat challenge. You know, mm. it just feels like boring to me to try to mm. when I'm walking into a room and like ten stormtroopers attack me and then I die. I'm like, okay, like I don't. I'll try again, I guess. But like, mm. I just don't give a fuck, you know. And mm. it's like not interesting, and it doesn't ever feel like I beat 
the, the again the individual bosses are the exception to this like the lightsaber duels but when it's like a big combat challenge with a group of enemies it never felt like i beat it because i figured out what to do it just was like okay that worked that time i guess i think i do think mm. that that's a you issue and i don't and i don't <laughs> i don't mean that like skill issue i just mean like what you like no but i i what i'm saying is that it just felt like i didn't see like the i tried to use the stances to the best of my ability and to my understanding of like what I was supposed to. I think again, Ghost does a really good job where it's like the water stance is for these types of enemies. And like, mm -hmm. you're going to have a better time fighting them when you use the stances for the correct enemy type. And they give you some guidance on that with the stances where it's like, okay, like the double sided is like good for carving through groups. And like the blaster stance is good, obviously for like long range and like the claymore is good for the tougher enemies, but it's, it's not, so locked in to the point where it's like really forcing you to f change stances. It's like you can kind of get your way through it based on your preferences. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, because you can't change stances until you hit one of those respawn points, like it doesn't encourage, it's like, well, I don't know what's coming down the line, so I just got to pick stances and hope I, for I, the I almost think that's almost better because I, I would I feel. Like it as well. I would. Yeah. I feel I'm like because the, the ghost. I, in fact, the ghost combat. I'm not even like I like the stealth of the ghost, but I think the combat is is a little too locked for me. Where it's like uh, this enemy needs this stance or whatever. Mm. I like the idea of Survivor being like what what works best for you. Like experiment along the way because yeah. you can kind of do like whatever you want. And then plus the force abilities. I will say that I think that the skill tree was like a little too overcomplicated compared to the previous one. I like that they separated it based off of like stances or whatever, mm. but it was a little too much. We talk about skill trees a lot on on this podcast. This skill tree did not do it for me. I, I don't want to interrupt. No, no, no. I, I mean, I, I think that's what it is. I, I just feel like you're you're saying like I want to be enticed for a combat challenge, and I just can't imagine you ever being enticed. I, to no, I'm not a saying I want to be challenge. enticed for a combat challenge. I want the combat to feel engaging in that it's like its own. I think the way that combat works best is when it's like a puzzle in and of itself. I want to try and um, beat Jack right now. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, so put down the gun. Are you gonna hit me? <laughs> no, no, no. I just I have a, a point that I. I'm curious to see how you respond. Okay, okay. so you, you've said in the past um, that you don't like like a Pokemon, for example, because yeah. there's a hard, yes, there's level grinding, but there's also like a, a very clear, if you are not this level, it doesn't matter if you've got good moves or a good idea, mm -hmm. you're going to be fucked. But then you're also saying that you like in Ghost that you need to use specific stances and you didn't appreciate the more like, no, if you have the the wherewithal, if you have the ability, you can make your favorite stance work mm -hmm. for whatever in a thing like, um, a thing like uh, uh, Jedi Survivor. Yeah. So it feels like, it seems like you're not consistent there. Granted, yeah. that is a different comparison and maybe that's where well, the issue lies. So here's what I think. I, yeah. I see what you're saying. Here's mm -hmm. the difference for me is that mm. with Pokemon, if you're not that level, mm -hmm. it's like, well, you better go out and grind until you are, you mm -hmm. know, in Ghost, when you need a stance to beat an enemy, you have the stance. Mm. Like they've unlocked the stance for you. It's not like you can't fight this enemy until you find the stance mm -hmm. or figure out the way through it. It's like, no, you can, you just have to know, you just have to listen to what the game is telling you to do. You know, mm -hmm. I think um, I've been watching Haley play the Spider-Man, you know, on, and that is another good one where it's like, the game gives you the right tool you just have to listen to the game. Mm. To Do you? That's it. a good point. Do you like the Spider-Man combat? Love the Spider-Man combat. Mm, that's interesting. And, I, find I know. It very, I, think, I find it very similar. to I this. know, and that's what I mean. Is that I'm like, I think I maybe think, the Spider-Man is just simpler. 
I think that with Spider-Man, it gives you that fantasy of like being a superhero and like these grunts are there, you know, it's just that little bit of like fantasy where it's like, they're not all bum rushy. They will be like, oh, we'll get you spider. And they're like a little bit idling, you know, mm-hmm. as you tear through them. It just makes it a little more engaging, you know, where it's like you're like, okay, I'm going to, there's a big group of enemies, but I'm going to go through them one, you know, one or two at a time and I can web some of them up to stall them or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. so that they're not like just on me like white on rice. And I think the quote unquote like AI for the, you know, enemies in that game is a lot better. And again, there's also rules that are very intentional where it's like the brutes in that game. They're like, okay, like you can't just punch the brutes. You have to web them up or use an environmental tool to like knock them off their axis and then you can start punching them. And this one, it was just more like there's some that are a little tougher than others. And there's like a group that is crazy you know and it, I think that's an I think that's an unfair reduction of the I think there I think a lot of what you're describing is in this game that, had, that was in that like uh, different like enemies like needing to you know uh, 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 stagger them before like going forward or having the different um, stuff that you can force push onto them or pull so that it knocks them down because parrying. you couldn't yeah or parrying or stuff like that I don't know I, I, that's just the parrying rules I like I like the you know they're outlined in red when they're going to you know you can't block this yeah. you gotta dodge like that's yeah. all fine I just think um again the group combat it's interesting is you said you felt like, and I haven't played Spider-Man as full disclosure, but it's interesting that you said that the AI, enemy AI is better in that game. And then you cited the fact that enemies will stand around waiting to attack. Be- better yeah. for, better for you. Better in, it's more engaging. It's more engaging to fight something where it feels like, okay, I can parse this out one at a time because they're not all just mad rushing into me, even if that might be more realistic. Mm. I think realism as a paradigm for what makes AI good is bad. <laughs> like, the best AI is when you can see what people are going to do and you can understand how they work as a group to the point where you can parse it out one by one. Hmm. I think the difference is that the this game will, the solution for that in this is like, yes, you'll have multiple enemies attacking you at once, but that's because, that's when you use the tools that you're given to disperse or to, you know, you, you slow down time and it's then do this. a lot of force or abilities like, to or, push everyone away. Yeah, or if you hold sure, down I, block, it'll stop people from being able to hit you most of the time or sure, thing, things yeah. like that. The combat in, in uh, Spider-Man is definitely a little bit more, like, the, I, I feel like the mechanics are very similar, but yeah, I mean, to your point, I think the, the, the it's a little more cartoony, the, um, for sure. the, the thing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I that's what I guess what I'm getting at is I feel like you're, I don't know if that means that this is bad. I just think it means you're predisposed not to like something like this. It doesn't mean that it's bad. It just doesn't, I just think it's like a weird, it doesn't feel super like intentional to me. It just feels very like, well, here are the some stances. Here are some enemy types. These kind of work better for these ones. It just, again, I prefer the cleanliness of something like Ghost where it's like, these are your four stances. They work differently for different enemy types and understanding how they work. I like being rewarded for understanding how the game's systems work, not just being given like a sandbox and like, yeah, you figure it out. Hmm. Piece it together. Uh, but you like Zelda? Yeah. Just combat? Huh. 
I mean, Zelda combat is really linear, especially in the older games. Like, you know, well, right? Of course. I guess I'm thinking of. Anyways, well, Breath we, of the Wild is so could, Breath of the yeah. Wild is so open we, that you can just rain fire down. We, on we could like, we could circle here. I, yeah. I think that, I think that actually it makes sense that you like Ghost and Spider Man because the Ghost also it doesn't really plow you with enemies too often. Anyways, it is a no, little bit more one on one. They that one is probably almost too forgiving because they do just stand around. Yeah. Um, I, as a last sort of like gameplay note, we've talked about it a little bit, but I really like the um, the climbing the tower um, in, I forget what it's planet you're on, but it's all those like, the, you're in the clouds and it's- Oh, mm-hmm. it's above when, Kobo. It's, yeah, when, yes, Ooh, yes, when you're going right. out to the fight for Dagon. the fight for yeah. Dagon. I really liked that. That I, level that was, was really cool. cool. What? What fucking battle was happening up there? Why was there like a perpetual battle? It was um, <laughs> going on. I missed that. Hmm. What was it? Exactly. Well, I'm not, I, listen, I, the story sucked. No, <laughs> no I know. But I, I just was saying I love that level, but that wasn't a, speaking of like inorganic, yeah. weird. I'm, I'm sure there's an explanation that Rebels we all just missed. Like versus droids? But they were working No, I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm sure there's an explanation. Like, what the fuck? No, it was. Um, <laughs> this was such a weird set piece. It was something. I, sure. Yeah. It was good versus evil, Jack. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's like, that was like weird. <laughs> I, I mean, I, what a, again, a great uh, indictment on this game's story yeah um, yeah i mean sure. i that's I think not gameplay that's, I, yeah, I have yeah. a i had a lot to say going into this about um gameplay and i have a lot of thoughts on it that i could keep talking about but the story i needed a reminder and i think that's a uh enough of a that's a tell right that yeah. the story is like lacking even even the things i did like i kind of forgot about just because it's not that great i have one gameplay critique for the road sure so disappointed uh, that the farming sim never really panned out. No, it didn't pay off. It was the only thing in the cantina that didn't work for me. I loved the little video game battles you could do, the betting. Oh, yeah, that was That fun. was super yeah. fun. The fish collecting, you know, you get the scuba yeah. stories, fun. Uh, filling out the cantina with the cast of characters, fun. Yeah, it was cool. I had high hope. When I saw that there was a farming sim, I was like, I'm going all in on this. And <laughs> it, like I never an really it just felt like an aesthetic it out. thing. I, do I didn't understand. Some like, of the side content, it's like the rewards aren't worth it. It's just like, some cosmetics, <laughs> yay. They're worth it. Yeah. You know, like they're, they're like fine, but it's just kind of like... Um, they some of I, the garden one in particular was like felt tacked on. Um, I, that, yeah, they I did. I did the... Um, the spawn of Ogdo Bogdo one. <laughs> I was that never was, brave enough. Which was- <laughs> I avoided that like the plague. It was crazy. And then you, when you beat it, you get another, uh, it's a four, I think it's like a forced hair mm-hmm. where you face the spawn of Ogdo Bogdo and Ogdo Bogdo at the same time. Oh, I'm not mad enough and it, for that. It, it, was, it was maybe one of the hardest things I've ever done. And it was like <laughs> exhausting at the end. I was mad, but I loved it. And I, <laughs> and I love those because it's like, those are so intentionally like just for people that yeah. want to yeah. do it. For and sick sick like you. Yeah, <laughs> for like for masochists, Glutton, you know, like for punishment. Totally. Right. Uh, and, and I love that in a video game. That's where I do, because it's I do feel like these games lean into the silliness when it you need to, or like I think having the forced hair platforming stuff is really interesting because a worse game would include the, I mean, and they do it in this as well, but like, these random platforming things that don't make sense. You're like, why is there this floating thing in the jungle that's like always going off and, you know, like yeah. on, mm-hmm. but putting it in this otherworldly like thing yeah. m- allows them to do whatever the fuck they want. You right, know? Right. I yeah. think that's a really smart way around yeah. them wanting to just design a cool puzzle. So great. And again, yeah. I said it earlier, but like shout out to Breath of the Wild. You have just put the whole industry on watch. <laughs> like they, <laughs> they, they always... copy everything you do. Yeah. 
Everybody, they're so great. <laughs> Nintendo releases a game and the world watches with yeah. bated breath and takes notes <laughs> like like crazy. I mean, right you, that you pointed it out, of course, but yeah, the Jedi Meditation Chambers. It's like the Jedi. It's like I feel like you could arrange the words and it would say like shrines yeah. of Breath of the Wild Those or something. You know, Meditation Chambers are funny because it's like they're not even trying. They're to not pretend even this is unique. This no, is I like mean, it's like her waiting for Ben West having a fucking hang glider and it's just like okay, gorilla. Yeah, like, we see like, you. Like, have to say, and this is a good transition to the next podcast, but the music in those Jedi meditation chambers specifically mm, was yeah. so oh, the good. The music of this game is always great. It's, oh, man. Music of Star Wars is always secret sauce. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the best. Anyways, uh, let's take another quick break and we'll come back with our final thoughts and ratings. Okay. Welcome back to the Lads of Game podcast. I'm Lad Roberts. <laughs> um, okay, final final thoughts here, starting You're with up? me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I, I stand by my original <coughs> four out of five Lad rating. I think the gameplay is really solid. I, and I, you said something I uh, earlier that I was going to talk about now, anyways. But like, I, I, yes, there is stuff that is feels pulled from other games, but I don't, I don't say that negatively. Like, I don't think of it as com- like derivative. I just think it it um, is is good. It's like an addition. But I think I was just more excited about it in the moment because it felt different, you know. Whereas like later on, it feels to sort of blend in with other stuff. But that's good. It's good for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's borrowing from you know Breath of the Wild, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we really like the gameplay, fun combat challenges, love the set pieces, love the side characters. Um, it it is, is the kind of game that works for me really well. I was super bummed that the story was not as good because of how great it was in the first one. So this game really, it t- to me, it kind of felt like it took like one step forward, two steps back a little bit, um, which was a bummer, but I'm still very excited for the third one and I hope it just comes out at a time that is not two weeks before or two or three weeks before Tears of yeah. Kingdom. It, it really, it real this, and that's not, it's definitely on, on us, I'm sure, you know, in, in some ways, but it uh, really fell prey to comparison so quickly mm-hmm. because it just we just jumped into such a big game and for me it was i think sandwiched between the horizon dlc and stuff like that so yeah um but yeah so i, I uh, really still liked it i will definitely play it again i i wanted to 100 percent it but i just like didn't have the time i would have easily done that so i'm excited to go back and sort of explore all Humble that brag. <laughs> I guess. Well, I, I mean, no problem. Yeah, yeah. in my sleep. I mean, oh, I, I think one it's, hand. <laughs> it's not that it's those are not difficult. It's just like collectible stuff, you know. Like yeah. go explore parts of the map or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so four, four out of five, great time. Mm-hmm. I had such a rough go until Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> between Last of Us Part One and Part Two, and then this. I've been having such a rough time. Mm-hmm. I've been so sad. I was like. Well, we don't know what you think about Tears of the Kingdom, so it, it could, it is, you could still be having a rough go, for all we know. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> it is no secret how much Tears of the Kingdom has slipped into this podcast that I am having such a good time. Finally, some fucking food. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, listen, I don't, I'm not, I don't think that this was made with, like, malice in its heart. Like, I'm not trying to argue that they were, like, these sickos were just, like, half-assing it or whatever. I just think that they made so many weird turns for me narratively. And then 
in terms of gameplay, it just was like fine, you know, like it wasn't blowing my mind and it wasn't, which again, it doesn't have to be to your point, Jimmy, I agree with you. It doesn't have to be like the most original thing under the sun. Mm-hmm. It just was like, I found it rather unengaging for the most part. And that has to do with the fact that I didn't find the story all that engaging. Mm-hmm. But that being said, like, I won't play this one again, but Fallen Order has earned them one bad game. <laughs> if the third one comes in and turns it all around, I'll be like, okay, net positive. You know, just mm-hmm. skip over yeah. the sequel, everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it was really disappointing. I was really looking forward to this and was sad, to your point, about uh, not having to kind of rush through it to get to tears unfortunately by the time tears came around i was like there's no way i'm not i'm playing this game one more day than i have to Mm -hmm. and i was rushing it very intentionally by the end and like i think i said already like turn the difficulty down because i was just like i do not care you know and um it's a bummer because fallen order is great and i think one of my favorite games ever and you know it's it's partly the art of unmet expectations and it's partly the crunch and the rush through it for sure. Like I'm not trying to say that I'm blameless in that way, but you know, I think ultimately if I was having a better time with it, I would have made the effort, you know, Mm -hmm. but I just, it was just perfectly average with in fact, some true, true sore spots for me. So three out of five, which I think sits, I I would definitely not call it bad, which I think is where 2.5 starts. It's like bad. It's just like, not anything to write home about, mm-hmm. you know. So three out of five, Jedi Survivor. I uh, I started with a four out of five. I'll end with a four out of five. Um, I, re- I think we actually had a pretty um, uh, exhaustive conversation on that. I think we really hit everything we wanted to hit. So <laughs> we got a little cyclical there for a like, sec. But no, no, no. I, I didn't yeah. say that like as a slight. Like no, I, no, you no, know, no, I think we sure. really did a good job mm-hmm. explaining like why that's um, how I why that's the score I'm choosing mm-hmm. to give. Um, yeah. Like I, I think that they, they slipped up big time with the story. I was, I was pretty into the story uh, up until the end, which I think helps a little bit with this. I said it before, I'll say it again. If the third one is uh, able to knock it out of the park, I think that I can look at this trilogy uh, favorably overall. I think I'll be able to get over the issues I have with the gameplay and story, or excuse me, just the story in this game. Um, on the gameplay side of things, this is easily a improvement on Fallen Order in every single way. I think that they uh, added uh, a lot to make this, for me, much more engaging. Uh, Again, the highest praise I can give is like, I had fun trying to beat combat challenges on a difficult combat setting. I am not that type of gamer. I am a a little baby when it comes to that. (laughs) Um, and I really enjoyed it. Robert impression. just nodded silently when um, Jimmy said that. Google uh, Gaga. Google Gaga. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, uh, that's not my cup of tea, but this Baby game, wah, 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 yeah. this, this game al- allowed me to do it by having some really uh, fun combat. Um, and yeah, I think that they borrowed appropriately from the industry um, and, and <laughs> seamlessly uh, integrated that into their own Such stories. Such a nice charitable read. Yeah. Bar- borrowed appropriately. Um, yeah, I, I think that the gameplay really saves this game for me, and I think a four out of five is uh, is uh, absolutely uh, where I would uh, land on it. I oh my god, I, let me end by saying this: I hope that the final game, the trilogy, is minimum five years from now. I am so fucking sick of Star Wars. I can't even begin <laughs> to tell you. Like I we I think I said in the pre-show. Like I'm really I'm I'm at my limit with Star Wars, and this was going to be my like introduction back into mm-hmm. it. 
I, by the end of this game, I'm like, this was fun and I enjoyed it. I am so done with Star Wars. So you're I'm hearing, not going to watch Andor then is what I'm hearing. I, I will one day. <laughs> I can't do it right now. I Honestly, the the open world um, Star Wars game they just released, couldn't care less. Outlaws? I, or Outlaws, whatever. I literally couldn't care less if it comes out in the next before five years. I think the I will studio is also it. a little iffy too, so. Anyways, um, what studio is doing that one? Well, it, not sorry, Ubisoft. not this. The studio is e, uh, Ubisoft, but there's well, which is not <laughs> that is if right. Anyways, um, I you know it's uh, something we didn't oh, just really quick aside here mm-hmm. at the end. Something we didn't talk about at all was like the actual performance of the game, which I'm now remembering sucked ass. Oh, the frame rate oh my on God. the performance mode yeah. was every atrocious every yeah. cutscene. There is not one cutscene in this game where someone's not just like yeah. glitching around and sliding around and aspects are dropping in and popping. Is t- I mean, oh my god, this game ran like fucking garbage. How yeah. do we not since, talk about since that? It, yeah. it since um, I had a better experience with it overall. since, since oh being god, was, since being on the uh, like PC gaming and honestly a lot of the PS5 titles <laughs> like I'm fully on frames per second mode every or whatever like performance, performance every time that I can't do I can't deal anymore with mm-hmm. something else and so the performance mode so like it's not like it was staggering consistently it's like sometimes it would run really smooth sometimes it would stagger mm-hmm. or stutter and i really cons- i don't know if they've patched it since then but coming from fallen oh order God. which ran really well yeah. on their performance i don't mode, remember having any issues with fallen like, order like it was it was a it was a bummer and oh and I, I heard the pc was worse yeah. i heard yeah. the pc was bad i just can't anymore with these fucking cutscenes in these games that just every person enters the cutscene and they just you know i don't know if i remember the cutscenes being oh all that bad God. it was just the like i i like, really didn't i mean i didn't i don't think this game run ran crisp by any means yeah. but um i don't it wasn't just so bad give me. me a nice little pre-rendered cutscene i don't it's like i don't mind if you need to fade to black i know it's super in vogue to like have this thing where the cutscenes the transition. There's like no, it's like a seamless cut. It's like, <clears throat> I could care less. Mm. Fade to black, <laughs> fade well, up on a unless, nice pre unless you get Unless you're like got to work quality, like don't even bother with it. Yeah, right. for sure. Yeah. It just, I think it really, it's like, um, do death. a little wipe. It's yeah, it's it right. to me. It's like it's. Wow. Um, I know I'm borrowing this phrase from an article that I, I think I shared with you, Robert. So don't clock me. But like, it's death by a thousand paper cuts. It's like yeah. these little things every single time. Just like, ugh, God, I can't watch one scene in this game without it being weird, you know? Mm. And it's yeah. terrible. Well, hey everyone, thanks for for listening as always, uh, and thanks for coming back. I know it's been a little quiet on the the Instagram the front, front, the lad front for a while, but hopefully we got All some stuff coming. All kind of lad stuff. <laughs> hopefully we got some more stuff coming through the summer. Tier is hopefully wrapped up soon. We got some other bonuses, uh, things like yeah, that. For sure. And also this was interesting and, and maybe this is something that you could let us know in the comments. Um, we we recorded this way after we had played the game. And so mm-hmm. I feel like our, our review is a little bit better. I, would you, I don't know, do you feel like it's better for us to sit on it for a sec or to give an instant thoughts? I mean, obviously like, People want their their food, but you yeah, know, people baby want food. But if if you have a preference, if you want to, if you if if, if, if my you baby, babies, you if my babies, if, yeah, baby if, want if, food. 
if, if our babies out there want their food quick, <laughs> let us know. Is that what we know. call our fans? Yeah, the live fans are our babies. I, I can't with, it's like so disjointed. Like, it's not like baby want baba or like, oh, yeah. you know what? Baby, baby want, want meal. <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby want steak. Like, you know, it's like so weird. If you, if you want us, if you want us to drop stuff earlier, I mean, if, if you we want babies, <laughs> babies, babies if you, do you want Listen food? up, babies. Let us know in the comments. Food, I think babies as a fan name is very funny. <laughs> Anyways, we we I, we may not take your opinion into account, but you know, well, just let us just know. The three of us. Let, uh, let us know if you if you, uh, if you like it earlier. Food. If you want your food <laughs> earlier or late. Good night, babies. Good night, babies. Sleep well, babies. Sleep well. Thanks for listening to the Lads Who Game podcast. Be sure to subscribe and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're looking for more Lads content, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lads Who Game, and head to our website, ladswhogame.com, for write-ups, ratings, and guest essays. You can also check us out on our Twitch channel to watch us stream our current game, Fortnite, RuneScape, and more. I can't believe I'm still here. Chum for grub and the pay's a joke. Wait, you're getting paid? Uh, <laughs>